Second Nephi, chapter 26, verse 22. And there are also secret combinations, even as in times of old, according to the combinations of the devil. For he is the founder of all these things, yea, the founder of murder and works of darkness. Yea, and he leadeth them by the neck with a flaxen cord, until he bindeth them with his strong cords forever. So this flaxen cord is actually more of like a, a combination of a bunch of feelings, right? So <clears throat> it's like what I call the feeling monster. Uh, when you when you feel vulnerable, anytime you feel vulnerable, then that includes feeling loved, that includes feeling rejected, includes when your ego's hurt, when you lose control over things, when you're bored and alone, when you're lonely, uh, multiple times when you can find yourself in a vulnerable position where you feel you're gonna be feeling the feeling monster now the feeling monster is pretty much <clears throat> uh, emotional flashbacks as well as falsehoods you know the lies that you believed about yourself such as you know it's all your fault or you don't deserve to be loved or uh, you know no good things happen to you all those kind of lies uh, but to you, since they're falsehoods, you believe them to be true. So it's a lot more scary uh, to the beholder because they, you know, uh, you, you honestly believe these lies are true. I, I honestly believe these lies were true, too, uh, on an unconscious level. So, I mean, if anyone asked me, I would be like, oh, yeah, I know that's not true. But my unconscious mind, my sub-mind, uh, or what they would call inner child, uh, believed otherwise. Okay. And so you got... The emotional flashbacks and emotional flashbacks are pretty much you still feel the emotions as if the trauma was happening again uh it's very hypnotic it feels and you feel like you time travel as well back to that moment and it's really scary and painful it sucks <laughs> so you got those again emotional flashbacks you got the falsehoods the lies you believe about yourself that you believe are true and then on top of that you got guilt and shame if you feel guilt and shame for the stuff you've done uh, or uh, if you just feel shame and guilt for the stuff that was done to you uh, or stuff that was done to your loved ones like survival guilt where you know horrible things happen to your close family members and you are powerless to protect them and love them the way you wanted to uh, so lots of <laughs> lots of different stuff like that uh, are what the devil would help use as his flax and cord and not to mention the fact that you're already addicted to this stuff to cope with the pain of all this feeling monster in the first place you're like well i needed to use opioids or i needed to you know use uh porn i needed to use you know uh sex and masturbation and stuff like that i needed to use those things to cope with not feeling loved because i couldn't feel loved because i couldn't feel the feeling monster and die or even a worst case scenario uh you know if you feel this feeling monster for one second your sub mind your your survival brain honestly believes that you will either die or be in a fate worse than death most of the time it's a fate worse than death because you honestly believe you're going to be in this pit of despair and horrible emotional flashbacks and horrible lies that you're going to be stuck there forever right uh and this is all coming together with that flaxen cord, right? It's line upon line. It's layered and layered. So it's like, it's hard, man. 
you got that flaxen cord, the feeling monster, the flashbacks, the falsehoods, uh, all of that hitting to you like a ton of bricks anytime you feel anything. Like, no wonder why when, you know, I would go to church and I would want to leave. Because <laughs> I would go to church, I would start feeling the spirit, and then I would start feeling bad. And then I just wanted to go home. Because I wanted to go home because I started feeling that feeling monster and all that stuff that just hit me. I didn't know how to, how to process it. It was so much. It's oh, overwhelming right uh the reason why i would uh chase toxic relationships where i would want to find the woman who wouldn't love me back on purpose because i didn't want to feel loved so the girls that i knew i could have a chance with i wasn't interested because i didn't want to deal with feelings and again this is unconsciously so i didn't really know it at the time because <laughs> everyone's like well why can't you just pick this person this person's a good man or they're good looking or this woman's good you know this woman's really pretty she's really sweet what's wrong with her and and then in my sub mind is saying it's because she's pretty it's because she's sweet it's because she'll treat me right i can't be dealing with those feelings i can't be dealing with that feeling monster I got to find someone who won't love me, but still give me the hope of being loved one day, right? And so you get in these toxic, and I got in this toxic relationship where I'm chasing these women who won't love me back, who just keep take, keep taking and keep leading me on, basically what I call the man-eater type women. But I like those kind of women. I didn't want, I wanted to just keep, uh, uh, it's fawning actually, when it comes to survival, from this feeling monster and just from life in general, there's what they call the four F's. There's fight and there's flight and there's fawn and there's freeze. Now, many people don't understand what fawn means. Well, fawn is when, you know, when they're like, please don't hurt me, I have a family and they show the wallet all the pictures of their family. Like they're trying to like, you know, say have mercy or, or, they will just start sucking up saying, oh, you're, you're, you're the best. That's right. Whatever you say, I, I will do what you say. Just don't get mad at me, you know, or <laughs> uh, you just or you constantly just shower them with love and compliments no matter how bad they treat you. Uh, that's type of a fawn, right? And uh, yeah, so anyway, I would look for that fawn. And the problem is the fighters, the people who like to fight, the people who like to you know, be more narcissistic and be more manipulators to, you know, just use you for their personal gain. They love the fawners. So the, I found a woman who was a fighter, the man-eater type thing, and she liked me because I was a fawner. And then so she was like, hey, how about you keep giving me all this love and attention and tell me how beautiful I am while I can lead you on and play with other dudes behind your back, you know? <laughs> and at the same time, you can pay my bills and take me to dinner. <laughs> and, uh, or, yeah, so all, all of that. Anyway, and again, that's just a survival technique. But that's also why, like, every time I try to get close to God or I sober up for a month or two or three months, like, I would start feeling love in the spirit again. And I didn't, you know, but the feeling monster would surface. And I would be like, ah, feeling monster, too much painful feelings. And I would, you know, find an excuse to use again, you know, like, see, I, I had to use, therefore you can't love me anymore, Father, and I don't have to deal with these horrible feelings anymore. So that's why it's always like, ah, oh. <laughs> Uh, also too, like you'll find people in recovery and they're like, I don't understand. I'm reading, I'm praying, I'm, I'm sobering up. Why am I still feeling so horrible? Well, you're feeling so horrible because of feeling monster, man, you're feeling at this point and God wants you to heal. And part of healing is having to learn how to feel 
and deal and heal when this stuff hits you. But again, that's what makes this all so hard. Like you, you grew up with this trauma, so you had childhood trauma, most of us, and you got, so you learned a way to survive at a young age. You learned that you really can't trust anybody and that you're constantly in this state of survival mode and it's like so exhausting just to just survive every day because you're constantly never trusting people. You're constantly always thinking, being cynical and negative about everything because you don't, you're trying to keep your guard up to make sure you're never stabbed in the back again or blindsided or that you're vulnerable like you were like a child again, you know? So you're just like, oh, just constantly like, and again, it's an unconscious thing where you're just like constantly in this never safe state with your brain. And it's, and it's so exhausting. So you got that you have to deal with. You have to deal with the fact that every time you try and get close to God or feel any type of love, you're going to have to start dealing with the feeling monster and you just want to die and you don't want to die or you don't want to be in despair forever. So you got that you got to deal with. And then you got to deal with the fact that Satan has it all manipulated into a flaxing cord. So every time you do try and get close to uh, feeling and processing the feeling monster correctly, such as grieving, Satan doesn't want you to grieve because if you grieve, you start getting healing and he can't manipulate you as easily. So he starts yanking on that flaxen cord. Anytime you start getting close to love, he yanks on that flaxen cord so hard to say, remember how painful these feelings are? And your unconscious mind is like, oh, too painful. You're right. Got to keep using. Got to keep using. All right. Oh, man. And so, oh, so now we got your survival brain wrecking you never feeling safe and constantly numbing the pain with all these addictions you got uh satan wrecking you on top of that you've got uh, a lifetime of this lifestyle so it's this has all been happening line upon line uh so it's very very tightly woven and and when you try and get help when you're stuck in this rut there's a lot of going around in circles because uh, no one no one really teaches you this proper simple principle of sh get your grief healed share your grief with god so god can heal you and that way you can feel love again it's that simple but because it's so simple and because it would help so many people i know satan is working his hardest to make sure this simple knowledge is not mainstream and that the general health departments and the general health care doesn't really know about this. And it's crazy to me, but at the same time, it's not because it totally makes sense how the devil wants to make sure no one knows how to grieve. 